Not content with your content? You've come to the right place. The Discontent Show with Joe Kuzma. Every brand starts with a story. Here's how you can grow your business by sharing it. Now with today's topic, the host of The Discontent Show, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Discontent Show. My name is Joe Kuzma, and I'm here to give you some more tips on your content marketing, your social media marketing, just basically all of your digital and new media strategies, and there's a pretty big one today. I was talking with a colleague of mine and trying to get an idea of what might make another good topic here on the show, and today's topic actually was pretty good. It came out of a joke of sex cells. Oh, that's such an old school type of thing, you know, controversy could come along with it. You know, some people, they get a little sensitive to some things and I was starting to think about it more and more. And I'm like, you know what, that kind of relates to something that comes from my prior experience in promoting events, particularly of, and don't laugh here, but I used to help promote professional wrestling events if you want to talk about sex sells more than anything else, right? But there's actually something within the wrestling industry, it's an insider term referred to as a cheap pop. And I like to call it maybe a shortcut or a, a very cheap way to get an audience reaction. I assume that most of everyone listening here here has at least been to a concert, a music concert, where whatever musician, maybe it's a, you know, a singer or a, or a rock star or something like that, they get on stage and whatever city they're in, they're like, hey, you know, New York City, how we doing? New York City, greatest city in the world. LA, greatest city in the world. And everybody applauses. Well, it's, it's, it's fake applause. This is, this is what we refer to as the cheap pop. And I'm here to tell you that, that very similar to promoting events or trying to force a reaction out of someone, there's no shortcuts when it comes to content marketing or social media marketing. And that basically is where the sex sells comes from because you don't want to put like a lady out there in a bikini or a guy in like some skimpy pair of shorts and try and maybe link that to your brand unless it's actually something that kind of belongs with your brand or your message. Otherwise, you're just looking for the cheap pop. You're trying to take the shortcut and try and get a reaction, try and get likes or shares if this is something you're doing on social media or get people to come to your blog with the quote clickbait. Uh, clickbait, you know, is a very sensitive term for me because, you know, I deal with a lot of journalism type things as well uh, in one of my other side hustles. And I'm always dealing with competitors that put out things that are very akin to a, a popular term that's gone around the last few years, especially when it pertains to politics, but pretty much any kind of news, and that's clickbait or fake news. And it's usually some type of headline that, you know, you click on it, it gets you to click on it. That's the whole deal. You go to a website, and then that website makes whatever advertising revenue by you visiting it. You get there and you realize that's pretty much all you're looking at is advertisements. There's not a whole lot of meat or substance to it. Or it's one of those terrible website pages you go to, like you have to click next to go through 30 slides of whatever the top things are ranked in whatever entertainment category, movies or whatever, music. It, you know, and we've all been there and it's irritating and 
if you're feeling that way, you don't want people to feel that way about your brand. So this is why you can't take those type of shortcuts. Here's the type of shortcuts I'm specifically talking about. I mean, because most of us aren't going to be on stage and say, oh, is it lo- isn't it lovely here in Boise, Idaho? And everybody applauses, right? Everybody cheers. They clap. They're, they're happy. Hey, you mentioned my hometown. This is kind of the same thing. I already mentioned kind of the sex type thing. You know, if you don't need to put models out there that are barely dressed or whatever, good looking people, you know, there's photos, you happen to operate something that's like a restaurant type business and people are partying and maybe they have, you know, champagne glasses or something of that nature. That's not the kind of thing I'm talking about. That's more relatable than the, you know, something that you're selling dog food, but you have, uh, you know, to basically, you see this a lot with uh, the auto industry and car shows and stuff where, you know, the ladies have the very tight outfits or something like that. If you're selling dog food, it's probably not a good idea to do that. Transitioning from that sex sells into another cheap pop field that a lot of people use a lot is pets. I just mentioned dog food. If you're selling dog food and cat food, there's nothing wrong with showing a dog or a cat. But what ends up happening is more than likely people go overboard. They're selling windows and doors and they have everything from their pets to their grandkids being shown in commercials and ads and in print advertisements. And I'm not really sure other than, you know, showboating your own, you know, family or your pets or something. I get people are sentimental to pets. You can never have enough cats or kittens on the internet, but you don't want to take these type of shortcuts just to try and get a little bit of attention because you know why? You're actually speaking to the wrong audience. You're going to get the people who love that cat picture. I'm going to follow these people. They share cute kitten photos. And then you end up never sharing one again, unless this is all you do, but they're more interested in the cat photos than whatever widget or service or product that you're selling. So you have to be careful with this. Um, So you got the sex sells part, you got the pets, you got the grandkids. Not everyone thinks that, you know, this baby is cute. You ever see the Seinfeld episode where Kramer sees the ugly baby? That's what some people are actually going to think, you know, even as much as we all think our own children are beautiful, there are people who don't think that our children are beautiful for one reason or another. And you're really kind of pigeonholing yourself into certain areas, too, where uh, you got to be sensitive in this political climate as to what you're actually showing and who you're showing, why you're showing, and how often you're showing. And, you know, for God forbid anything, don't ever show pictures of kids if you don't have a release or reason to that, you know, isn't maybe somebody within your own friends or family circle. And even then you may still want to release because you just never know when things may go sour. And then you got a bullseye on your back. So these are some things you got to be careful with. These are some of the pitfalls of also trying to take some of these shortcuts is that can bring you negative attention. And I know that some people think uh, any publicity is good publicity, but that's not always the case because a lot of people, they rely on reviews when they go online. And if you start getting all this negative stuff, if you get people, sometimes they just look at the stars, they look at the ratings, wherever that may be, uh, maybe on Google, maybe on Yelp, things of that nature. Facebook also obviously has reviews, but some of this stuff, they're going to find you through these social media type, the, these communities, these avenues, this is how they're going to find your business and, or your brand or your product or whatever it is that you're promoting. And this can negatively impact you. So you're, you're not going to be able to pander and get all of the positive reviews and everything in the world. In fact, only one out of seven reviews is usually something that's positive. But if you have somebody that's patient enough to wait and wade through all of the mess, all of the noise, and actually see, well, maybe this person has an axe to grind and it's just they maybe shouldn't or they've been there one time and I, you know, I can't just go by one time that somebody's been there. But 
if a lot of other stories start to line up in much the same way, you don't want some of that. You don't want the negative attention to come to you because then you have to address it. And that's going to cause you more stress, more time. So just avoid some of the things that are some of those pitfalls. I said sex sells. I said, you know, trying to put kids out there, pets. You know what another kind of pet peeve is? You got the old, you know, telephone book type style. If your business has been around forever, you may be like triple A painting or ABC towing or something like that, just so you were first in the phone book under whatever category. And that doesn't really say a whole lot about your business. Now, I mean, ABC towing, if you're the only guy that's towing uh, stuff in town, pulling up these cars or whatever, <laughs> then you know you pretty much got the market cornered. You're probably not even worried about social media marketing because most people are just you've got different leads and different avenues, obviously. But you know if you're into you know plumbing and you're trying to get some leads and stuff like that, you know just for an example, you don't want to be like ABC Pizza. So you got to think about that from a branding and marketing perspective that's outside the scope of content marketing as well. But it's still a cheesy, cheap pop type thing because it was it was intended just to be found first in the phone book and assuming people are lazy, they're only going to look uh, through the first page or whatever. And doing some of these other things SEO-wise just to try and, quote, get on the front page or the first page of Google, just keep doing the right things. If you're consistent with your content marketing, you're posting blogs. If you have a blog, you're posting blogs every so often, at least maybe once or a week or once every other week if you can. If you're out there posting on social media and you're doing so consistently, just stay consistent. You know, if you've listened to this show and you've listened to any of the past episodes, that's the one thing that I always, always, always bang my drum for is you got to stay consistent, but you, you still got to be worried about some of these shortcuts. So those are some of the things there. Another shortcut is, or, or I should say another cheap pop thing, because there, there is a shortcut coming here that you don't want to do either. But the cheap pop thing is American flag. If you're in a certain state, or you borrow something, you name yourself Texas something or whatever, and you're going with the obvious. You're going to use the Lone Star. You're going to use that flag or American flag or Stars and Stripes or Eagle or you know the Bald Eagle or whatever other sim symbolism that's out there that's tied to that. Just be careful with how you're doing that because that's more than likely if you're like you know all American waterproofing and that just happens to be your logo and you got Stars and Stripes. Okay, I understand that. But every single thing that you put out there doesn't have to be adorned and covered with stars and stripes. Now, when you think of stars and stripes, you think red, white, and blue. You also want to be careful with your colors, too, because there's no room for neon green uh, or sometimes some teals or yellows or something that's really brash to the eyes in addition to red, white, and blue. So sometimes if you're with the obvious, stay with the obvious. If you have something that's kind of like your shtick, your gimmick, something that you, you're consistent with, then stay with that. But just be aware that's kind of unoriginal and you're going for a cheap pop in many cases. You're going for that shortcut. Now... Here's a big one. You don't want to steal or plagiarize anyone else's work. You saw a blog post that's out there. Do not copy paste this blog post verbatim and then go through with putting it on your own site. You will probably get found at some point and that's going to get you in trouble. And it depends on who you end up taking it from as to whether or not there's legal and or financial repercussions to that. So be careful. The same thing goes with sharing pictures or images. I talk about cats and dogs and things of that nature. If you go and do something like that, you better make sure you have the rights to use those photos because you need something that uh, maybe illustrates. Let's take myself, for example. I need to find somebody speaking into a microphone when I'm discussing pie 
podcasts or, you know, doing Facebook posting. I want somebody that's on a laptop or going on, you know, something with the computer screen, something of that nature where someone's working at their desk. You got to make sure that if you don't buy stock photography, if you're not purchasing stock photography, there are many different places you can go for free use photos. There's uh, some articles, and I believe I even did a show on this many months ago, uh, maybe even a podcast, but head on over to my official website, joekuzma.com, and there's some information there for some resources where you can find that stuff. Because if you just go on Google Images, there's a chance that you catch something from one of these large you know, image publishers from established photographers who want to get paid. And if you end up getting a photo and you didn't pay for the rights to use it, and then you end up sharing it, even on social media these days, this is this is happening, where people are getting in trouble and they don't ask politely for you to stop using it or to take it down. In a lot of cases, they just send you a bill. So that's another shortcut. If there's something that's worth showing, if it's your product, your service, your business, take a photo yourself. Some of these brand new phones that are out, you know, the latest iPhones, the latest Samsung Galaxies, some of these other Android phones have amazing cameras on them. And if you have just a little bit of an eye for photography and, you know, you have something, you clean up an area and at least make it, that little bit of time you're putting into it is well worth it. You're not taking a shortcut. I'm always talking about the sweat equity, but it's well worth it because it's something that's original and it's going to resonate better with some people than just stealing something off the internet that obviously looks faked. So I talk about this a lot with different products and services. If you can show it, I mean, photos are a pretty big thing. Now, you know, from a content perspective, I say you shouldn't just do always photos, but uh, when you got a chance or an opportunity to add a photo with something, it's going to help somebody, it's going to help grab their attention. You want to make sure it's attention getting, at least hire a professional if you need some graphic design work or if you can kind of dabble with it yourself, there are some different websites like Canva that will allow you to create some of these materials and also have some of this free use photos and fonts and things of that nature that you could include and make something that's a respectable looking package. It won't look like you took a shortcut. It won't look like you're out there trying to get the cheap pop for all the likes and the shares. So when you actually do get the likes and the shares, you can feel proud. You could feel, you can have some sense of pride. You could feel good that you've done that. And once you get that, once you get that feeling, it's almost like a drug, uh, maybe not the best analogy in the world, but it is, you're going to get a little taste of that and you're going to want more. And this is going to just help the ball keep rolling on your content marketing, your social media marketing, and all of your marketing strategies, campaigns, and promotions. So I hope this episode was a little bit of an eye-opener for some folks. I may have even offended a few of you by saying, don't share pictures of your kids. Trust me, that's not my intent, but you're just trying to, you're trying to cater to a wide audience. You're never going to please everyone. Now, some people like vanilla ice cream. Some people like chocolate ice cream. Some people want both with the swirl cone. Some people don't like ice cream at all. So just keep in mind, you're not going to always please everyone. But at, at the same time, you're not trying to intentionally displease anyone, turn them away, have them rolling your eyes, or even worse, bringing negative tension upon yourself. So once again, folks, my name is Joe Kuzma. Feel free to head on over to the website at joekuzma.com for even more information on how I can help you with your content marketing efforts. And as always, don't forget to subscribe. I thank all of the subscribers and listeners out there for joining me on today's program. Until next time, I encourage everyone to be safe be good and I'll catch you later. 
Hi folks, this is Joe Kuzma. <laughs> no, don't worry, you're not hearing things twice. I'm just here to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to today's show and being a follower and subscriber of the Discontent Podcast. And I want to remind you that if you're interested in more information about all the various things it is that I do, whether it be about this show, content marketing, or you want to ask a question, you may visit me at joekuzma.com. That's J-O-E-K-U-Z-M-A dot com. Or you can follow me as well on Facebook. Make sure you get the page and not the personal profile. Sorry, it's only for friends and family. Also on Twitter at Joe underscore Kuzma, LinkedIn or Instagram. Also, don't forget, if you haven't already, subscribe, whether that be on iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider, so you don't miss out on any of the great episodes that we have. Once again, thank you again for your support. And I look forward, as always, to speaking and interacting with each of you again soon.